Yo, what's good? What's good? You know what I'm saying? What y'all on y'all lunch break? Talk sports real quick. You feel me? Uh, if you haven't already, man, check out my national championship recap. It's only like 15, 16 minutes. I ain't get too in-depth, but you know, I gave folks what they need to what they whistle. Um... But it's some, it's, it's, you know, with Alabama winning the national championship, man, a sports narrative is reappearing that really gets on my damn nerves that I think is so contradictory and I just don't understand it. And it makes me think that the people who drive this narrative probably never really won when they competed in something. So... Let people load up so I wanted to repeat myself because I know if I start too quick, people come in and then they say, you know, what what you talking about? Then you got to backtrack. So I like like to let people load up. So salute to everybody that's loading up. I know it's the middle of the day, but uh, we got to talk about this. Talk about this. And I, you know, I've, been, I've been talking about this, I guess, for a couple of years. It's always around this time when I talk about this topic in which... Why do folks always swear up and down they want to see parody in sports? Right? That's how you know you're a damn consumer. You want to see, like, it's like a movie, right? Everybody know the ending of a movie, but you want to be surprised. Like, this this is, we talking about sports, man. Like, you think about any time you have a discussion in sports about whether it's a coach whether it's an individual player, whether it's a team or teams. We always ask, like, can this individual player win? Like, can he win games? Then can this individual player now dominate? Can he become a dominant force? And when they become that dominant force, folks get tired of them dominating. Like, we as a people will want to just control somebody's domination or their reign or how long and how, how much they win. On one hand, we say they won, but they ain't win that much. And then on the other hand, they'd be like, no, they winning too much. Like, if I'm a coach, I'm trying to win every single year. Every single damn year. If I'm a player, I'm trying to win every single year. If I'm a parent of a player, I want them to win every single year. We all want to celebrate wins. So it goes to show that majority of folks who talk about parity... They team some damn trash. That's what it is. Anybody that say they want to see parody in sports, ask them who they cheer for. And they probably don't win often. That's why they like parody. Because they know that if parody is involved, then their team would now have the opportunity to win. Like America, we want winners. We want winners. Be a winner. Be a winner. Be a winner. But then all of a sudden... Oh, wait a minute. You're winning too damn much. Get somebody else to try. You ever heard fans say, well, give this player a shot. Well, they, this player deserves an opportunity. Give them a chance. Put them in the game. And then I'm saying folks will say, oh, these players are soft. Well, you were just saying give them a chance. Not did they earn it or he been doing too well. Let somebody else have a try. People saying Alabama bad. Um. 
Appreciate you, Stephanie. People say Alabama is bad for college sports. How? Don't we all want to be dominant? Like, don't we all want to dominate, man? Like, that's why you got people wanting to see the likes of, like, you know, like, you got the Patriots. People got tired of them going to the Super Bowl. If you look at boxing, of course, you got, you know, Floyd Mayweather's. Even when Mike Tyson was winning, people was finally happy that Mike Tyson lost. Like, when you win so much, unless you humble, right, unless you don't talk, then they don't got an issue. But even then, they secretly hating on you. We all compete. We all compete. That's just envy right there. Nobody want no, I don't want no damn parody in sports. Every year, I don't know who's going to win. Are you serious? I want to see somebody dominate. I'm going to see somebody dominate. Then, yeah, they want Alabama to play in the NFL. Because you got folks who think they so good that they could beat the, the worst NFL. Man, and people that really believe that need to be like, you need to put them in timeout. No college team could beat the door, the bottom tier NFL team. No, no way. They get smashed. Smashed. You know what I'm saying? Just like when Golden State kept going to the finals. People was getting mad about that. Michael Jordan went six of the six of the damn ten years. What six and eight years he went to the finals? He left for two years and came back. Did anybody complain about Michael Jordan going to the finals all those years in a row? Or when Magic and Bird and the Celtics and the Lakers was going? Hell no. Nah. I know them Lakers fans won't. I know them Celtics fans won't. People swearing down parody. It's parody in sports. It's never existed. It's always been like the same bunch of teams that's dominated each decade. Go check it out. I ain't lying to you. Go check it out. I'm talking about basketball now. In college sports, you may get some parody. You may. But these young individuals smartening up. Like Devontae Smith said yesterday in his interview, this is why you come to Alabama. Because you know you're going to have a chance to win a national championship. If you're a top flight recruit and you want to win, you go to Alabama or you go to a Clemson. You go to somewhere where they're on a big stage consistently. Because that's, that's the type of program you want to build. Everybody ain't majoring in their, in school. A lot of these kids major in sports. And people don't like when I say that because that's too real. You know what I'm saying? Like the interview, you on my podcast. I'm down for that, Stephanie. Just send me the send me the info. But but yeah, man. We want to see people dominate. When it comes to Olympics, everybody wanted to see if Hussein Boat was gonna win again. And I damn sure won't mad when he won the hundred and two hundred again. I won't mad when Michael Johnson was killing in the two hundred and the four hundred. What? Ain't no man, nobody wanna see different people winning. Man, cut it out. Dominate. Just like I'm going to tell you, you dominate whatever you want to do. I want to see you dominate. Keep winning. Keep busting heads open. Keep being the best. Because that's what we all wake up to do. To be the best. And to be consistently the best. Nobody just want to be one of the few. Or one of a lot. That's in a pack. Parody in sports. We need some parity. Who yo to ask them who they team? Just ask them. Cause somebody's team that's dominant ain't gonna tell you they want to see parity. 
<laughs> I tell you that much. Ain't nobody out there practicing all those hours just for some parody. Hey, man, we won last year. Let's train all year to let somebody else win this year. Make it fair. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going to lift all these weights and deprive myself from fun time and stuff just so somebody else can possibly win this year because they're tired of seeing us celebrate. <laughs> That's loser mentality, man. I'm sorry. If that's disrespectful, it is what it is. But that ain't going to be the kid. The same people don't ask their kids to make lower grades in school so we have parity in the classroom. Yeah, somebody somebody always been first in their class. You think somebody telling them, hey, man, get a B. Let them be first in the class this year. You didn't have it too much. Hey, man, you making too much good music. Don't make music. Let somebody else be on the top of the billboards. You being too great of a human being and motivational speaker, you need to chill out and let somebody else get in your position. Like, like, just think about that, man. We got to do a dazzle as a consumer to try to dictate that somebody winning too much. Like, like, just like with salary cap in sports. Players can really load up and play on the same team and win if they really wanted to. They just going to make sure they get their money. My man, Kurt said, Hawk, you know I'm a Buckeye fan, but players ain't coming in to play in 30-degree weather. They staying in the South. Hey, hey, you ain't lying, boy. If you, hey, if a player could stay in warm weather all year round and win, shoot. I like how Jones, Smith, and Harris waited their time at Alabama and they became better players. Well, I would tell you this, Devontae, if y'all don't realize, Devontae, he he is the guy that caught the ball from Tua to win the national championship. Devontae was always in the mix. Cause I, I won't say he waited his time. All right. Um, Harris, he got a rude awakening when he got to Bama. He didn't realize Bo Scandrick and, and Josh Jacobs and all them boys are still there. So I ain't gonna, we ain't going to really say they waited. Because Devontae's been balling since he got there. It's just other guys were there. And they understood that they was going to win another championship too. So, I, I mean, and Jones, yeah, he had to wait. Tua was there. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, I ain't going to jump out the window and just praise them boys like they buy their time. It ain't hard to wait if you at Alabama. Because they, they could just be like Pat Riley and put rings on the table and say, dog, don't you want to get another one of these? Because once you win one, you're going to want to stick around and try to win another. That's how they get you. Why you think uh, Waddell was playing? It was no need for him to even play. That was dumb. I don't mean to diss the homeboy, but that was like, why are you playing? You gonna get drafted? Why are you playing? Cause they got him with the Pat Riley. They put that ring on there. If you want another one? You can help us get another one. Hey, hey, it's healed structurally. It's it's just tight. He shouldn't have been out there playing. And he he lucky man that nothing happened to where it got hit again. Like we and you know, Lord forbid, you hope a week down the road a little small stress fracture or something coming. Like, you just can't take that risk at all. 
You saw how many pros. And I ain't even talk about this in the podcast because I ain't really want to go in because I was celebrating Bama winning it. But I, I'm going to be real right now. It should have been an adult, like, don't play. No, you not playing. Point blank, period. Waddle should not been out there at all. You limping. You ain't helping us. Yo, we got Devontae Smith. You ain't. We don't need you to beat Ohio State. They didn't really tell their kid they needed him to beat Ohio State. Child, please. Sarkeesian had them schemed up. And then y'all up by 21. He's, and, and he in the game. And you got people saying maybe he wanted to man. This the big man. He already won a ring. Think about your future now, champ. You ain't no scrub. I can see if you was a dude that that was going to be the last football game you was going to ever play in your life. But you about to make millions upon millions of dollars and you out there hop along. But see, that's the adults, man. Makes them better in the end. They be killing in the in their junior senior year. But people got to chill with this, this narrative, bro. It's weak. It's very weak. It's parody crap. I hate it. When I see people share it, I just dislike it. I'm too competitive to talk about it need to be parody in sports. Do you not have a competitive, like, so you mean to tell me you don't like that a team is dominating? I love it. You better get on their level. They doing something. You better catch up. I ain't saying, hey, now granted, Alabama got a bunch of grown men playing for them. They old. They stick around a long time. And then Nick ahead of the matrix curve. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like, it's just like being a Dallas Cowboys. The reason why the boys stay with Jerry Jones because they know they could get on TV and stuff because Jerry Jones got that power. That's a whole nother story. But I'm just saying in general, man, we, 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 we tell guys they need to win. We tell guys they need to dominate. And then when they do that, we don't want to see it anymore. And we try to dictate, like, okay. Because then if they dominate and then the domination stops, you will start you, you will, you will start to really dissect why they dominated. Right? Like Michael Jordan. Oh, he didn't play no competition. And this happened. And that happened. That's why he dominated. Like, we start to really, like, Try to take away from why somebody dominated. They they check off every box, and then there's a reason. No different than LeBron. You can't do it in the West. LeBron, LeBron go to the West. Then he win. Oh, it was the bubble. Oh, it was this. Sometimes you just gotta drink, shut the hell up, juice. Like they answered your call. Everything you said they couldn't do, they did it. They rose up and they did it. That's why people expecting like Steph Curry gonna have to show he could win this year. With Draymond Green in the, in the group he got, if he don't make it to the playoffs, people going to say, I told you. It's just because he had Clay beside him. I'm telling you what's going to happen. But people don't like when I talk like that because they really think I'm hating. I'm telling you the narrative that's coming or that is there. Just telling you. Everybody can't be the guy. Some people strive. And you respect them for trying to be the guy. And they fail. So we would... We would joke guys like a Scottie Pippen for being a sidekick. But when you got a sidekick that identify that he a sidekick and want to be a lead dog and want to see if he can win as a lead dog, we would joke them 
for stepping out to try to see if they could do it themselves and kill them when they when they fail. But we joke them for accepting to be second fiddle and riding coattails. I'm like, I'm confused, bro. I get confused. I get confused. My man Curtis said, I hate when people turn team sports into an individual player. It makes zero sense. It does. But we know what pushes. You know, Kurt, we in this business. We know we know what generates traffic. We know what calls clicks. You got to create conversation, whether it's real or fake. You know, the skip builders of the world have mastered that. And the real ones, they get left in the dust. The ones who bring up real conversations and, and have that real talk aren't as attractive as the trolls and the people who embellish things. Because embellishing is the way. Gossiping will always thrive in this world. People rather hear gossip. Versus the truth. And when you debunk the gossip, they say you caping or they say you defending. That's what we do. Because if somebody believe the gossip and they run with it and they having fun because it's fitting their stance. And you try to combat that and be like, hold on, I don't know if you want to do that. They're going to say you defending or you caping just because you got a different standpoint than them. And then it causes the two parties to go head to head for no reason. Because both parties got different mindsets and it's, it's it's in respect but then it turns to disrespect because the competitive ads come out no i'm right no i'm right i don't give a damn look i tell people all the time on my platform i don't give a damn what you think i ain't trying to change the way you think you could think you right you could think you speaking facts to me it's just opinions but you could think you speaking facts you could think everything you say is right but your shit ain't law to me. And that's what be pissing y'all off. Because I don't care. Because I'm going to just say my piece and keep it moving. And, and, and people will try to get you to engage in that ignorant lane. And Petty Hawk will come out and he'll, he'll engage in the ignorant. And, you know, he'll be ignorant. He likes to be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's fun to be ignorant. It is. It's fun to be ignorant sometimes. Because sometimes you got to remind fools, like, bro, ain't nobody soft. Ain't nobody a sucker just because they're respectful. Nobody's a sucker. All right? Let's get that. Let's get that straight. Nobody's a sucker. They just be respectful. They're being an adult. They're being staying professional. And they're just showing you respect. They respectfully just back away and just chill. It just is what it is. But... A lot of folks, you know, it's it's it's, it's social media. Them thumbs, is, them thumbs is brave. And they start talking and typing. And you just got to look at them like, all right. I, I'm speaking facts. 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 It's a damn opinion. People don't even know the difference between a fact and an opinion. You know what I'm saying? You got, and, and look, look, I ain't for the people that I, interact with on social media because you got folks in higher up higher positions that do that so it's learned behavior everybody's swelling down they speak fat look bro i just give my opinion me ball hawk i share my thoughts my opinions i ain't gonna be out here talking about i'm speaking facts i'm speaking facts y'all lying i don't get it I, look man i don't get into that mess I'm just going to say my piece and stand on it. Stand on it. Ten toes down. If somebody asks me, did I say something? Yep. And they don't expect that response. Right? When somebody say, I heard you said this. Yep. 
You ever notice that when when somebody when somebody asks you something and you could tell they 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 want you to try to lie, but you be like, yeah, I said it, and you look them dead in their face and they looking like Bilal from House Party when he ran up on Chill because he kept bumping the, the turntables. That's just how I be, man. Stand on your ten. All you parody folks out here, you should be ashamed of yourself. You losers. That's just my opinion. I ain't saying, in fact, you're a loser. I just think that's a loser's way of looking at things. Oh, we want to see, we want to see different teams win. We're tired. We're tired of Alabama. We're just so tired of them winning. God damn them. Why? Why does Clemson keep winning? Goddamn sunshine. And now they got the other quarterback on top. Come on, man. Appreciate greatness. Appreciate it. In that aspect. And then find out what the hell they doing. Like, what are you doing, Nick Saban? My man, Robert T. Green, could tell you what Nick Saban doing. You might want to copy that model. It's out there for you. You might not, you, you know, you, you might catch some flack. But it's there. It's like everybody mad at Deion Sanders right now. Deion Sanders got all these kids going to Jackson State, man. He ain't going to be there. But <laughs> Look at that. They hate that, huh? They People dislike influence when they can't. When they, they want that influence. That's envy. They want that influence. Michael A. McFadden, what's good with you, baby? They want that influence. I'm, I look, man, I make it a point to not envy no damn body. And if I feel like my approach is showing that I'm becoming envious. I need to pray for myself and be like, why am I envious? Why? Why am I hating on them being great? It's a difference between the product versus the individual. Like, if you got an issue with the individual on some personal joints, that's, that ain't envious. That's, that's something that's deeper than rap. But with the product on the field, if Alabama going to the national championship every year, I'm going to be right there looking at the talent. Saying, whoo, boy, they keep getting it. They doing something. He keep having, and look, Nick Saban doing something. He had former head coaches become assistants under him. How many former head coaches has become assistants like that? Like, you put your ego to the side. Because he he shows, he a springboard. Lane Kiffin, remember he had that issue? He came there, springboard, got a head coach guard. Uh, Sarkeesian, we saw what he went through. He offensive coordinator, he, gonna, he got another head coach job. He just springboard off Nick DeQuick. That's why I call him Nick DeQuick. Cause his sisters don't stay that long. Look at look, look at his look at the turnover with his coaching staff. Nick DeQuick just bring him in. I ain't saying he the best human being out here, but when it comes to that football stuff, man, listen. They are look, people going at Dabo too. Hey. Lay, listen, I'm just saying, man, folks don't like dominations. Pause, that didn't come out right. On one hand, you want to see somebody be a dominant force, right? You know, you expect high things out of them. And then when they start to show you those things, now it's like, calm down, sit down, hold on. Jermaine said they're getting the talent and develop them. The turnover rate is huge. I mean, Alabama seems like they always find them a quarterback that just managed the game. 
They just, they manage it. Like Mac Jones, just manage it. You know what I'm saying? 80% completion rate on the college football playoffs. Think about that, bro. That QB completed 83% of his passes versus Notre Dame and 80% last night. Court, what's good? You know, I got the jingle jangle on. You know, represent prolific run crew. Get with us. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Jefferson School, 6 a.m. Come finish your food. Ain't nothing changed. Bringing that unity to the city. They hate that. I'm just saying, man. What was I saying? Who was I just saying? I just lost my train of thought. Anyway, I was probably talking about... Oh, yeah. Like... No, you good. Um, damn, what was I saying, bro? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's how you know sometimes the spirit just grab you. Hey, talk about this. Hey, but, but yeah. You, we would want somebody and expect somebody to reach a certain level. And then when they reach it, we just got an issue with it. And I dislike that. I really do. I dislike it. I just really dislike it, man. I, I just think it's just kind of irks me. Because when people answer the, answer the bell, we become nitpicky. We become nitpicky, man. Why, why do people hate success so much? Sustained success. Everybody wants to have sustained success. I never try to obtain something. I want to sustain it. I always tell young people, don't work to obtain something. Work to create the ability to sustain it. Because there's nothing worse than reaching the pinnacle and then falling your ass down because you ain't got the true foundation to reinvent yourself and get back. If you don't got that true foundation, you basically a one-hit wonder. That's why you see all these one-hit wonders because they ain't had no true foundation. They just got lucky. Mm. And they hit it, bow, and then they can't sustain it because they don't even know how they got there. That's what you call like overnight success. A lot of people think overnight success or overnight success and really it's not. People have been working years and years and years. It's like you hear songs and you be like, oh, that's a dope song. And then you realize the backstory. That song been out for three years on SoundCloud and it was overseas. Then it finally got to the States and it just took off this year. And you're thinking it's a new song and it's one of their older songs. The people want to see dominance and then hate it once it's present. Same reason why people hate LeBron James. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Jake. I was talking about QB completion rate. Thank you, Jake. So, yeah, Mac Jones QB completion rate, man. 80% in the two games. 80%. I, I mean, I think it averaged out to like 81.5 because it was like 83 point something. And then it was 80% even last night. So, that, that's like 81, 80, 80, like 81 point something. Can you imagine that, man, on the biggest stage? And I thought to myself, I was like, hmm. The one year he has the full starter, he has over 4,000 yards passing, over 40 touchdowns, less than five interceptions. But he's an Alabama quarterback. Where would you draft him? Got Justin Fields. Highly touted. 
But with the demise of uh, Dwayne Haskins, now he's looked at as an Ohio State quarterback. Sunshine played at Clemson. Deshaun Watson doing well. That helps his case as a quarterback from Clemson. You look at Alabama, being an Alabama quarterback, don't really bowl well for you in recent history. I know Tua got drafted high, but Ryan Fitzmagic just can't, you know, came in for him, you know. So then you look at Alabama running backs. Harris is dope. I think he's the most complete back out there. And the good thing is that your boy King Henry, he's balling. Jacobs is balling. So it's like when the Miami Hurricanes were spitting out running backs with Clinton Portis and and, and Frank Gore, Edwin James, and, and Willis McGahee. You know, it's like pipelines. Like when people come to schools, they look at the predecessors, the people before you. What's up with Devontae Smith? Well, first of all, Julio laid the groundwork currently to have anybody respect receivers from Alabama. And then from Julio, you had Amari Cooper. You know what I'm saying? But then you look at Judy and and, and Ruggs and all them. So that helps their case. So I done went a whole nother tangent and telling folks that guys before you can affect where you go in the draft. It can overvalue you or devalue you. Just like Ohio State. The receipt the, the DB number 24 that looked like he was running slow and getting beat. He he they got him as a first rounder. It was no different than last year, the boy from Clemson that was getting bombed on Betty by Chase and Jefferson. That I think played for the I think he played for the Falcons now. He still went first round. And I never thought he was a first rounder, but it's like get your money. So here's, here's the issue with LeBron James. Because y'all talking about LeBron in the chat. Here's the issue with LeBron. Let me tell you the real issue. LeBron James revealed the secrets of your knowing your worth. And the consumers hate that. They never wanted players to understand their worth. They never want players to know that they control the narrative. They control the league. Okay? People don't want you to realize your power. Just like the last dragon. Once Bruce Leroy realized he had that glow, showed enough, little joints won't even powerful no more. And that's why LeBron became an issue. When LeBron did the decision. <laughs> when he did the, the decision. The decision. They got pissed off. Nobody ever shares that he raised $2 million for the Boys and Girls Club. Nobody, they, not, Because if you shared that it raised money and he held ESPN hostage, the worldwide leader in sports, he commanded the attention for over an hour to raise money for inner city youth. But the narrative is he showed arrogance by announcing that he was departing Cleveland. Pay attention to what I just told you. If anybody else, any athlete in the world would have took ESPN hostage to benefit inner city youth and raise over $2 million, people hate the truth. And LeBron started telling guys, yo, these are the type of contracts you want to get. Started sharing too much 
information. Also, he showed, hey, if you take a little bit off your salary, you take a little bit off your salary, you take a little bit off your salary, we could all come together. We could be the GMs. People hated that. Oh, and they're teaming up. Oh, they're going to play with their best friends. No, they're so whack. Who does that? Who just teams up with their friends? We all team up with our friends. <laughs> what? You don't think I'm, if I'm making millions of dollars and my homeboy play for that team, I ain't going to join up with him so we can win a ring together? Is you crazy or is you dumb? Because I do it for free playing pickup. You don't think I'm doing making millions? I'm putting millions? And y'all be out here really screaming in the face. Oh, my God, I can't believe KD left OKC and went to Golden State. That's the softest move because even Stephen A. Smith said it. Stephen A. Look. 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 Don't let these people confuse. Don't let these people fool you, bro. This is a business. If y'all talking trash about a player not winning, and they could go over there and win the pinnacle, cause they already showed you they legit. If I'm a legit player, if I'm legit, and I switch squads, and I'm still me, <laughs> like I'm still me. I ain't joining to be second fiddle. I'm joining. I'm still me. So on one hand, you hate this. And then y'all hate a dude like Kyrie who left a perfect situation. Because y'all be the first ones that say he can't win on his own. So when he tried to go win on his own, people talking shit about that and laughing at him. But y'all be the same ones be telling people to go be an entrepreneur when they got a nice little corporate job. And you be the same ones that laugh at them for going to be an entrepreneur to work for themselves. Because they wanted to be their own boss. so But I'm making too much sense, right? Y'all don't like when I'm talking like this. I'm making too much sense. It's hitting too close to home. I know it's different. It's just sports. But, you know, when you start speaking that truth, people get pissed off. Like my man Robert T. Green just said. People hate that. And I ain't in this field just to be pumping fake stuff. There's enough fake frauds out here that make millions talking behind the mic. I can't do that. I can't sell myself talking some fake-ish. I'm going to get it being me. Whatever the universe say I need to get, I'm going to get. But I'm going to make sure I'm me, 10 toes down, true to myself. But the stuff they be saying, no. LeBron is everything right for pro sports. Everything right. Everything. The world the world, world going to always show you the truth. They stormed the Capitol. Lady got shot. People saying, why y'all ain't talking about the lady got shot? You ain't talking about the lady got shot. But they ain't talking about the other lady got shot when she was asleep because they swore up and down. She was a part of a drug deal. They, they, they tried, to sh tried to identify every bad person that was in her life to justify her getting killed while she was shot. But you got people storming the Capitol. Uh, unfortunate death happened where the lady got shot. But you don't see them trying to demonize that lady. But you got people jumping out there. Why y'all ain't talking about this lady? Y'all talked about that lady. And they compared the two. But that's too much truth, and people ain't going to like this. Huh? What we doing? What we doing? What we doing? Tamir Rice got a cap gun. He got blasted. You got folks banging, busting out windows. Nothing. What we doing? I'm just...
Hello? Then you got one, you want to have folks want to want to want to hit hit you up because you black and want to don't don't empathize with me. We've been telling you. That's all. I, I mean, that's all I'm trying to say, bro. I mean, I know I'm going for the tangent, but yo, and and then exactly. Then you get a Jason Woodlight type dude that the folk the 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 Sly Fox will try to use as a weapon to be like, see, even one of your own thinks like us. <laughs> And look at Jason Woodlock now. Where he at? Where he at, though? Now he got to stand on his 10. He by himself. Where you at, Jason? Nobody wish demise on nobody, but we tried to tell you, like, bro, them folks don't care nothing about you. You're going to get your own people. Them folks don't care nothing about you. They'll find another one of you quick. There's a lot of one of you running around. Trust us. They got you up out of here, bro. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. Tupac tried to tell you, oh, my bad, they killed him too. Ain't nothing but a gangster part. He was telling you, know what I'm saying? Too many messages. Busta Rhymes' new album. Y'all better go check that album out. It's too much truth in that jank, but they just can't identify because he's screaming and stuff. They can't decode what Busta Rhymes telling y'all. Telling you, man. They suppress the truth. I've been telling y'all this. I've been, I've been, I've been trying to, you know, peak game y'all for for years, bro. Like I tell, I tell you, I, I I pay attention to when I get a lot of traffic on a video and when I don't get a lot of traffic. It was that moment y'all remember like a year and a half ago when I came on here inventing because this one dude got out of pocket and Petty Hawk wanted to show him these hands. It was like over two hundred people that was on the live. When I said, yo, you got to come see me when you see me, and I was talking real violent, and I was showing them that Nuba News side of me, and I told him I black his eye and stuff, it was like 200 people in a lot. Quick, pew, 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 because it was negative energy. It was negative energy. But when you when you speaking that truth and it's positive and it's bringing these fists for something positive, anytime you try to spread truth for unity, it ain't gonna reach a lot of people. They broke, they broke off Skip and Stephen A because they really the same person. My man T, remember? Yo, I could tell you, bro. I know, I've, I've understand. I know how to. I, I've educated myself on algorithms, man. I really have. And sometimes I'm really torn because I know Petty Hawk can just change the game and be super, 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 super trollish. But I don't want that energy walking around. Because Petty Hawk, he's going to cause people to be angry. And I don't want to be walking around the city and somebody mistake me like I'm Tyreek from Power. Like, I couldn't be him. I couldn't have nobody running up on me talking about, man, you killed ghosts. Man, nah, I don't want that. I don't need that energy. Then you got first take, first things first, undisputed spinoffs. All yeah. So undisputed. <laughs> you got first take, right? Which came from Cold Pizza. Cold Pizza turned into first take because they saw they had a gold mine with Skip, calling out guys like Chris Bosch, and 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 you know when him and Jalen went at it one on one, so they realized they had something there with Skip being a troll, right? Because Skip don't go nowhere. If y'all don't know the Skip Bayless don't go nowhere, he go home. Um, and then when Stephen A 
I mean, when when Skip, when once they realized Stephen A was what they really needed, because black dude, Skip left, got him another black dude and Shannon Sharp on Fox. They started Undisputed, which is like first take. And then Fox said, hmm, we could give a show that's similar to Cold Pizza, and we'll call it First Things First, because it's going to be super early in the morning. Cold Pizza used to be super early in the morning on ESPN. So you got First Things First and Undisputed, basically, which is Cold Pizza that was on ESPN. If you look at the concept and how they do the show, because Nick Wright, even though... Even though he comes off like like a prick and arrogant, he isn't like super trollless. He gives you a bunch of information. So that's like in the cold piece of way. You know what I'm saying? Him and Chris Carter or any of the analysts, they still going to keep it analytical in a sense. So that's why you got that half right before Undisputed. Then Colin Cowherd is Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowherd like Joe Rogan. Colin Cowherd is his own, like he... he he is I and I am him. That's Colin Cowherd. Like, he can go anywhere. Colin Cowherd should have did a Joe Rogan. Like, he really don't need to be on TV. He like Jim Rohn. Like, Colin Cowherd is basically Jim Rohn. Like, Stephen A. Smith tried to be Jim Rohn when we had AI on there crying and he had Kobe up there. Like, Stephen A. had his own show, but he was being too, you know what I'm saying? And you can't be, you know what I'm saying? So... Stephen A. Smith found his lane trolling cowboy fans. Once Stephen A. really started trolling them cowboy fans, that solidified him. He's safe. Holla at your boy. Like, you don't have Stephen A. Smith talking football. I'm sorry. You won't do it. Can't do it. That's like me trying to talk about baseball. Mm-mm. I can tell you who can steal the base. Yeah, like Robert T. said, all those shows do say the same thing. And there's so many shows now. It's amazing. When I first started podcasting in 2013, 2012, it wasn't a lot of folks podcasting. But every, and, and people was like, want no money in podcasting. And now look at them. It's millions in podcasting. Because people, you know, people listen to stuff on demand. What's up, what's up man? And that's what they do. What up, big? What's going on? Chilling, man. Doing great, man. Doing great on my lunch break right now. So I thought I'd, you know, hook you up, man, see what's going on. Yeah, man. I was going to actually ask you a question. Um, After last night's uh, national championship game, you know, Alabama did their thing. You know, we talked a little bit about it. But I was going to ask you what you thought about this. Would you take 2019 LSU or 2020 Alabama? You take LSU? Oh, LSU. Quick. Yeah, LSU quick because uh, Derek Stingley Jr. the DB, right. ain't, they ain't they ain't doing that down. <laughs> ain't doing that. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Like their secondary was better as a whole, and then the offensive line that LSU had was like you won't get to Burrow. Like he 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 had picnics back back there. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm gonna just keep it a stat. Like LSU, LSU team last year was far more impre- to me was far more impressive, okay. impressive as a whole. You know, I'm not saying that Devontae ain't better than Chase or Jefferson, but that's still a toss up right. because Waddle was Waddell is hurt. So you just got him by himself, and you got Moss' son at tight end. 
That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. juggernaut offense. Right. That running back too. That play for Kansas City. Yeah, they have offense. they have weapons everywhere. From top right. to bottom. It's ba basically. <laughs> yeah, this was crazy. They ate these and they corners. And, and Malls was the fourth was the fourth best the fourth best weapon they had. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like that's why, you know, when when like that's why I do like when people compare teams because you really gotta start appreciating both. Like you really break down both sides and you have a better appreciation for the teams. Like when you stack them up, and this Bama team was good. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, they were good, but it hit at the right time. And it hit at the right time, like. We we all could play hypotheticals, but at the end of the day, they won it. They and they smashed. Yeah, it, but that and, and, and you're right. If you look nice. at that matchup, LSU's offense would destroy Alabama's defense. Like they 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 would have no Alabama could would have no answers for those cats. <laughs> none, bro. Like none, none. None. I'm sorry. Like yes, they would have got some stops. Don't get me wrong, but Jefferson and Chase. Please, let's certain them try to press them all game. What? Are you serious? Both of them? And like I said, Derek Stingley Jr. has been right mm -hmm. there, and I ain't taking nothing away from Devontae. He nice. Right. But Derek Stingley's special. Special. You may get some on him. Yeah, you will get behind him occasionally, but you're going to pluck some too. And then Marshall, too. You better about Marshall, too. The other receiver <laughs> LSU you had. He was the third best receiver they had behind Jefferson and Chase. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, they got two good corners. They got two safeties. A lot, man. Mm. I think you picked it right though, because even mm -hmm. as Saban last year after they played him, he said they have no weaknesses. Like we, we, we. You know, Saban don't give no credit <laughs> hardly anybody. Oh, check yep. this out. So they played last year, right? Which Alabama team you think better, last year team or this year team? Now that's a really good question. I, I would too because, because I would say last year team you know up. you got you still had you know, I mean Waddle was basically full best receiver behind Ruggs, uh Devontae and um and uh Jerry Judy. And two was still there too. And, and, and I, I told people last year, I said if Alabama had found a way to win that game, it, they would have ran the table and won a national championship. Um because I mean, you know, they gave up, you know, Burrow got them got 46, but Alabama scored 41. And it came down to the wire. So mm -hmm. you you're right. Alabama's team last year actually had a better defense and was better overall than probably even this year's team. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Let me let me look up. The, let me look up. Uh, okay. What they did last year. The stats from last year game. Hold on. Let me look it up. So Burrow had three ninety three three touchdowns. Edwards Hilaire had 103 yards, three touchdowns. Jamar Tate Chase okay. had 140 yards receiving. Jefferson had 79 yards receiving. And then Hilaire had hey. 77 yards out the backfield. Moss had 46 yards receiving. Okay. So let's look at what Bama did. So Tua had a good game, 418 yards, four touchdowns. Devontae had 200 yards. <laughs> but Devontae still got busy last year. My bad, Devontae. Damn, seven catches, 213 yards, two touchdowns. Matter of fact, I think he got behind. Seen it a couple times. Um, he did. He got behind 
Curry yeah, he got he a lot. I mean, at that time, you know, yeah. he had a lot more guys you had to focus on. I mean, they had four guys. Yo, you know, looking at Waddle, Waddle was like their fourth best receiver last year. So let me see. You had Judy had 71 yards, Ruggs had 58, Najee Harris. He had okay. 146 yards rushing last year. And then Waddle only had three catches. Yeah, he, I mean, he basically, that, that last year was more so like their fourth receiver. He was more so, re, you know, returning kicks and all that good stuff. So, yeah, but I mean, again, yeah. I, you know, these, these, both of these squads are basically historic, man. And, uh, so it was, it was 33 to 13 at halftime, LSU. And then, and then Emma had a, uh, a, a fourth quarter to make it look more reasonable. They won the 20. They basically won the second half, twenty-eight to thirteen. Right. So it was the teller two pass, but yeah, my <laughs> hey, Devontae, my bad, man. You you got this. Oh, one other thing I was going to ask you too, you, got um, this. you mentioned about LeBron, and I and that's why I tell cats when, you know, we look at this uh, LeBron MJ debate. Is to me, is it's more so LeBron took it even to a further level because MJ kind of set the standard, right? And to me, Le LeBron would probably be more um, remembered more about the, you know, player empowerment, the mobility, take, you know, taking control of your own narrative, you know, having full media, all that type of stuff. And yeah. so to me, you know, like you said, the, the goats of the area, the, of their era, they just did it different ways. And so LeBron was, okay, let me take MJ's blueprint yeah. and take it to an either whole nother level. And, you know, you can see what he's doing. You know, I think eventually LeBron would be like MJ, he'll, you know, own a team. You know, try to do something that I, mean, I think he'll try. Let me try if I can get a championship as an owner in conjunction with all the other stuff he's going to do. So I just let Cass know, man, it, you know, they, it's, everybody does stuff in different ways. And so, but they still have, you know, impact in different, and they still have impact too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. Like you, you take what you take what the predecessor did before you and you elevate the game. And that's what Ron did. Because back then, Player empowerment wasn't really being taught, and it wasn't really allowed. Like Tom Tatum was the first unrestricted free agent, the guy that could move around, and and you know, like people always say, well, Mike didn't do this, Magic didn't do this. Like the organization exactly. did their job; they didn't have to. They didn't have to. So if you got the ability and the power to move on your own, I would expect any and everybody to practice that and do that. Like if you if you at a at a point in your career where you are the league in a sense because if you the face, mm -hmm. if people say you the face, you the cast cow, then you got the power to make those moves. You exercise. Why wouldn't you exercise though? And I just don't understand why people get so frustrated when a player exercises their power because they don't want players to do exactly. That. We're we're big in you know we're big in fans, and what's crazy is we're here arguing about. What or whatever, and these guys are both, you know, millionaires and billionaires. You look at the owners, you know, billionaires, the players, millionaires, and it's like, look, they gonna all make money, and you know, and just what it is. And a lot of times, mm -hmm. it's more about your fan loyalty, but you got to look at how the game is structured. And it's, and it's a business first, you know, and with it being a business first, then you gonna yeah. make business decisions not only for yourself, but for your family, your communities, and other things that you're trying to do and accomplish. So I don't, I don't get mad about these cats, man. It's like, mm -hmm. hey. Whatever I got to do to to you know do what I'm trying to do and make things happen, great. But I'm always I'm always appreciative to see how they get back to the communities and how they really you know look over and say, hey, you can do stuff more than just 
you know, sports-wise or whatever, we see what the NBA, you know, accomplished in the bubble. Uh, you know, the, you know, you know, being on one yeah. knee, the social injustice stuff like that. Like, look, we're not playing until we get these things done, and that to me is where you see, okay, we yeah. learned from Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all these guys in the 1670s who had that power and impact as well, did it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do it in our time. So I, that's the stuff to me that makes even more impact because, like, it, it goes past sports. It goes through all, all, all of life. Yeah. And you got the folks who who say what well, sports is a getaway. Well, I'm I'm glad that you can get away from reality, but some people can't get away from their reality. It just don't work like that, you know. Don't bring it into the sports because it's supposed to be my getaway for a couple hours. And life don't life don't work like that no, anymore. I'm sorry, it just don't. You just can't ha- have it your way all the time. I'm I, like everybody has their own selfish intentions, and it just is what it is. Like. And it don't work like that for everybody. So that's why when they get mad at, at players for kneeling and things like that, before, you know, during the anthem, like, like, you really, like, you really going to try to control that? Control when somebody could be human? Like, they can't be human anymore because they got a jersey on and they supposed to be entertaining you? Like, that's that gesture stuff. Like, you're not the king and I'm not a gesture. Like, you don't get to dictate when I show my emotion as a human being. I agree, and like, I'll leave you, know. you with this, man. And that's the difference between, quote, unquote, a peaceful protest and then what we saw in D.C. You know, both two different motives, right? <laughs> two different ways to express stuff. Mm-hmm. Take it on a knee, you're not hurting nobody. But when you rush in the Capitol, you put not just your lives at risk, you're putting the lives of other people at risk as well. And I just, you know, prayerfully that let people can really see the difference in the exposures of our of cultures in our in our in our society in our in our in our nation and really say okay here's where the divides are mm-hmm. and just to be honest let you know man this has been going on for 400 plus years even previous to you know civil war that type of stuff like this as african-american people we've always faced this as we got into this country and so just be you know we are making more things aware now but just know what you saw in 2020 and now in 2021 ain't just happening then this happened since we got here. <laughs> We've been telling y'all it's been going on, but y'all saying we played a race card, though. We just so soft. And here's what, here's the, here's the thing about the generational way of thinking. Our culture generationally has been taught to be, to, to demonstrate empathy and sympathy. Always forgive. The good book says. That's why they didn't like, you know, um, the birth of a nation, like when you show Nat Turner and you showing how Christianity yeah. and what it did to the slaves. Nobody wanted to see that because it's like, oh, yeah. and you saw how it's passed down. So that's why a black that's why a black person will always take the higher road or will always forgive. That's why you saw the judge come off the bench and hug the lady right. who killed the man eating ice cream. So cause we're we're taught we're taught to be that way. While you have, you have Caucasian folks who are taught to talk down, but then you got some Caucasians who are breaking that cycle and seeing right. that this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not lumping one and the same because you got the ones on our side who still strive to be the ones who can dictate to blacks like they're not black. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is, 
these are taught behaviors and you learn it and when you get outside of what we are taught that's when people have an issue so that's why people got an issue with kneeling because you was always taught to stand i pledge allegiance to the flag in the united states of america to the republic for which like we were taught that from a real young age you had to learn it for assignments you got a pencil with it on there right. when i was young when you recited it and they looked down on you if you True. didn't recite that word for word you see i'm 42 years old and i could just say it just like that because i was taught in school and if i didn't get it i failed and i was ridiculed it's taught behaviors bro so that's why i was telling folks you got an issue with somebody exactly. taking a knee it's because you were taught that way and 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 you can't take it as disrespect when i say it i'm just telling you the truth you were that's taught it, man. and that's why i think too you know i'll leave you with this it's like you you know you learn different cultures different things of that nature but part of it is you know i can understand your story you understand my story and if we can you know find common grounds mm -hmm. we can go from there but we have to be able to you know listen to different viewpoints but also be able to listen to each other and uh really kind of go from there you know and so that's really the thing is man and you know we kind of progress over time but uh again hawk i appreciate everything that you're doing man and it's giving to our communities man it's just it's really uh impactful brother so i definitely appreciate it appreciate yeah man have a good one appreciate the support man okay bro. peace all right bro peace That's my man Philip, man. So, um, how long this been? All right, so we we coming up on on the hour. We got like four more minutes. We got like four more minutes. Um, but just to recap, you know, this episode started off, you know, just talking about parity and the mindset of like, why do you really want to see parity in sports? Because we always want folks to win and dominate, and no doubt go against what we strive to see from folks we, we we want them to see them win and dominate and compete and if you have parity does that really mean the competition is better or we just happy that we don't have consistent winners like if you have parity is can we truly say somebody's consistently winning because what's the definition of winning is winning just winning a lot of games or is winning winning at all because i always say here folks say well so-and-so's a winner but they ain't really won nothing but games. They ain't never won no championships. They won a lot of games. The teams they've been on got very good records. They got very good winning percentages, but they never won the big one. So you want you, you want somebody to be a winner, they become a winner. Then you want them to be a champion, they become a champion. Then you want them to go from being a champion to being dominant. And then once they demonstrate they could be dominant and they consistently dominant, you have an issue with it. Now you like give somebody else a chance. So you create that monster and you want to kill that monster. Frankenstein. Did y'all know Frankenstein want the name of the monster? It blew my mind. And maybe I'm wrong, but I could have sworn somebody told me Frankenstein won't even the name of the monster. Winning, gaining, gaining resulting in or relating to victory in the context of competition he gave me the 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 definition am i am i what well, am i right frankenstein with the name of the other other monster right i know i ain't tripping that was the name of the doctor what was the name of the monster
Yeah, Victor Frankenstein, a young scientist. What the what was the name of the monster? Anybody know that? See that's yo. This whole time they had you they had you think the damn creature was Frankenstein. <laughs> you know people say, man, he looking like Frankenstein. What do you mean like the doctor? Cause the damn the damn beast won't Frankenstein. <laughs> oh man, man. His name was just the creature. Yeah, right here, the creature, Frankenstein's monster. His name was just the creature. So anytime somebody look crazy, call them the creature, not Frankenstein. Run tell that. Man, listen. Yo, that's crazy. That just popped up in my head. As y'all can tell, my equipment is gone. Because remember, I was sitting my 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 phone was sitting up higher. But they start getting here today, though. Start getting, I can't, I'm like a kid in the candy shop, boy. I can't wait. Tomorrow, so today and tomorrow, all are supposed to be arriving. Yeah, buddy, buddy. Your boy gonna be like Dr. Frankenstein and be like, it's alive. Alive. The creature. I was almost all saying, man, that dude big like the creature, not he ain't looking like Frankenstein. All these years, we was wrong, man. Damn. Y'all got people out here screaming, look at him looking like Frankenstein, big self. The doctor is Frankenstein. They could have told us the truth. Just like Miller Vanilla could have told us they was lip singing, man. Got us buying all they records and dancing and stuff. Blame it on the stars that shine at night. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. That whole time, they were lip singing. Blame it on their stars. <laughs> Whatever you do. Blame it on the rain. They was trying to tell us, yo. You want to blame it on something because they ain't singing. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. I'm going to upload this soon. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was an impromptu episode, so this will be a bonus episode right here. Check out my national championship recap. It's only like 16 minutes. Um, I know a lot of people got ADD, so I, I do some short episodes, and I know some folks who drive on a road, and I do the hour episodes. So I give people the best of both worlds. Um, that's a great thing about controlling your own platform, man. You can upload as much as you want to, you know? Well, a good, bad, ugly, or Frankenstein-like. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.